Now this is a story all about how my... Hey guys, Dino Gomez here and you are listening to the Secrets of Coaching podcast where we break down the nuances of growing a seven-figure online coaching business and we are about to get started in three, two, one. In today's episode, we're going to run through three sales tips that will instantly help you close at a higher percentage Short, sweet, direct, to the point, awesome stuff that can make a massive difference in how you perform and how you connect with your prospects. All right, guys, three sales tips that can instantly help you close at a higher percentage. Now, sales is one of the most interesting things there is because it's an interaction between two people, so the variables are massive. So as soon as you hear somebody say, I will give you our sales script, red flag alert, because... There are frameworks, absolutely, I agree in sales frameworks. We we teach a framework to our clients that takes them from being very nervous, very afraid of, of sales, and, and having a, a kind of a path to go down and, and uh, uh, to keep them on track. But going word for word does not work when you're talking to another human being because Otherwise, you're going to sound like a robot. Uh, like, you know, they're going to have different questions, different expressions, d- different things will pop up. And, and you know, there's no script that can account for the actions or questions uh, or speech of another individual. But there are frameworks. I agree with that. But let me go over a couple little tips that will instantly help you. Tip number one. All right. The first five seconds of a sales call are the most crucial all right, I'll say that again. The first five seconds. All right, what do I do in the first five seconds? This is what you, you do. You use the prospect's first name, all right, and you and you make sure you're smiling when you use their first name. And you say their first name like you are like you are just bumped into your best friend or an old acquaintance who you really like that you have not seen in 10 years. Mike, Sherry, Teresa, Sharice, haven't seen you in so long. How you doing? All right, needs to be like that. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see you. It has to be like that for several reasons. One, uh, everybody's favorite word in the English dictionary, whether they know it or not, is their first name. There's no other word that will have a bigger, that you will have a a stronger emotional reaction to than your own first name. Um, And that's just because for your whole life, you've been called by your first name. And generally speaking, when somebody says your name, it's a good thing. They know you. And so there's a no like trust there. So make sure you use the person's um, first name right away, first five seconds. Well, and it has to be in the first five seconds because whether it doesn't matter who this person is, they can be Gandhi, it, they're going to have an immediate first impression of you, right? And they're immediately going to think to themselves, oh God, they're gonna, this is going to be a high pressure sales call, or you know, this is going to be very uncomfortable, or Wow, you know, look, some, you know, we're sitting down for. Uh, I feel like I'm sitting down at uh, have a conversation with a friend, and so I'm going to be open minded here. And that's what we want. It's just to put them at ease. It, there's no gimmick or tactic besides, hey, right. The whole the way we teach sales, right, and the way I p- approach sales is that we never go into a call wanting to close the prospect because we don't know who they are. They could be crazy. Who here has had a crazy client? And you're like, I, I mean. And I do not want to work with them any longer. Okay, we have fired clients, absolutely, because they're just not a fit for us after all. Um, there's been difficult clients before where we wish we wouldn't have, have signed them on board. Like, we, we, you don't want that. I've experienced that before. So we do not go into the call, right, saying, hey, I, I want to 
I want for, to for sure close that. That's not the right mindset. It, if you have that mindset, you will put so much pressure on yourself. You will actually most likely be, you'll be more likely to lose the sale than to gain the sale. All right. So the mentality is, let me, let me hop on a call with this person. Let me see if I like them. Um, let me see what their problems are so I can see if I can genuinely help them. And if I like them and I, I'm confident I can help them and they're interested, I'm going to go ahead and offer what it, to them our, my coaching or consulting or agency package to see if they would like help with the problem that they have. All right. That's the mindset and come from. So use their first name um, like you're, you're running into an old friend, right? So that they are able to then you're able to have a casual conversation with them. And by putting them at ease, right, what that opens up is the opportunity for the two of you to really understand each other better so that both parties, not just you, so both parties can then make the ultimate best decision that's right for them. You can decide, yeah, I think I would like working with this person as a, this would be a great client. They can decide, yeah, this is absolutely somebody I want to work with as my coach or mentor. All right. Um, without any preconceived notions on what is happening transactionally. Okay. So first name in the first five seconds. Also, you want to smile. All right. And then of course you want to ask questions, but before you start asking questions, right? I, I made this mistake before where, where as I was uh, learning sales and practicing and stuff, yeah, I'd hop on a sales call. Hey, it's good to see you. Um, you know, or nice to meet you and stuff. Um, you know, tell me, tell me about your business. Tell me about this. Tell me, and I immediately just dive into asking them a hundred questions, right? Without telling them why. This is so interesting to me. But people need to know why you're doing something. All right. And so, once you you have the opening, you say their first name. You make some small small talk. You need to be in control of the flow of the conversation. Okay. So after the small talk, there will be a point in time where you say, okay. Um, you know, Michaela. Um, so yeah, let me tell you how these calls normally work. Does that sound good? And she's going to say, yeah, okay. Yeah. And okay. So I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. Um, main goal is just to really understand your business. I don't know if we can help you or not yet, but so I'm going to ask you these questions just so I can understand what you're, what we're, we're looking at, what we're dealing with. And that will give me the information, um, to understand, if we are the right fit to potentially help you with that, if you indeed would want help solving those particular problems, uh, does that sound good? Right. And, and so that way they know the questions are coming. It's not an awkward transition from, well, you know, hello to getting bashed with a hundred questions. Now they understand, okay, this person's asking me a bunch of questions so they can understand me, understand my business, understand my relationship, understand my health. Um, and, and from there, then they then they can determine what is the right solution um, for me. So now they understand what what's happening, right? It's like when you go into a doctor's office. Wouldn't it be scary to go into a doctor's office and you sit down because you have the flu or something like that or whatever it is? Uh, you're bleeding from your knee, and they just go, "Here's your prescription," or "We're going into surgery." Like like they don't even they don't ask you a question. Um, they just, Hey, we're, we're immediately doing this. Like that would be really freaky. Right. But instead you go in and they go, um, okay, you know, you know, here's what we need to do. What are your symptoms? How long, you know, how long has this been happening? Uh, what have you tried? Are you taking any medications? You know, they, they ask you questions to diagnose your problem so they can then prescribe the right solution to you or give you the right solution or treatment or surgery or whatever it is. 
but they ask questions first to understand the problem so that they can provide the right solution. Same thing with sales, right? So you got to let the, the prospect know, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions so I understand what you're going through and all the different things and we can see if we're right fit to work together um, and if I have the right solution for you. Does that sound good? Um, and, and so I always like to ask that question as well. Does that sound good? Um, because then the prospect is affirming, yes, I like this, what we're doing. Um, if for some reason they go, oh, I preferred, you know, we do it differently. Well, then you know how to do it differently based on what they say. Well, actually, I would prefer if I just, you know, rather than you ask me a bunch of questions, can I just tell you all of the things that have been happening to me recently? Sure. Yeah, let's do it like that. If you prefer to just, just you know, tell me all the things, we can, we can do it like that too without me leading by asking questions. So you're, you're making sure that this is the style they want to communicate. Okay, so um, number one, right? First name in the first five seconds. Um, uh, number two, uh, taking control of the call and letting them know you're going to be asking them all the, all the questions. All right, and then here's the third tip, guys, and this one is is huge. You never transition from asking questions to making the pitch until you know they are going to say yes because you never propose to somebody unless you know for sure they are going to say yes or there's a high probability that they are going to say yes, right? We don't ask for marriage normally on the first date. We date for a while, if not years, and then we go, yeah, I think, I think they like me as well. And I think, you know, marriage seems right. We've talked about different things and we have the right same morals and values and different things. Yeah, I, I think this would be good. I, I think, you know, the answer is going to be yes from the other party. And that's when you propose. The same thing happens on a sales call, guys. There's not a specific amount of time a sales call should, should be. They, it's Again, we're dealing with two humans here. So for some individuals, I've had very, very short sales calls, 10 minutes long. And boom, then they sign up. That's all we needed. Um, other others, I talked to them for an hour, and guess, and I'd never make the offer until the hour marker because I didn't have all the information I needed yet to know if pro, if the probability was that they were going to say yes to our offer. I was like, nope, we haven't established enough rapport yet. Um, I don't understand all of their problems yet. They they still have questions to me about different things. And, and until those are answered, I know that they're, they're not going to sign on board. So let me make sure I answer all of those questions they have first, you know, before I get to the offer. So you want to, that's when you pull out your offer guys is when you have all the information you need to know that you can confidently help the individual. And you, you also are confident that they are, are they want to see your offer. All right. Uh, it doesn't mean you're 100% sure that they will sign up or can even afford your offer. It means that they are they want to see your offer. They're interested in it. They want to hear your offer. That is when you make the offer. All right, that is when you propose. So that's third and big one because I see a lot of folks that they try and do, I only have 30 minutes for the sales call, so this all has to happen in 30 minutes. That's the another tip, right? Make sure you give yourself enough time on a sales call to, for fluctuations, for it to potentially run 15 or 20 minutes longer than the average. Give yourself buffers between sales calls. If you if you say, yeah, I have time on Tuesday for a call at 2 p.m., but at 2.30 p.m. you have a meeting, you're forcing yourself to move faster than what might not be, might than what might be natural for that call. So make sure you have plenty of time um, uh, for the call to go longer if need be so that you only present your offer when you know the answer from the other side is most likely a yes. All right, so those are those are a couple 
Amazing sales tips for you. Easy to implement, but make a massive, massive difference. So put those into actions. Re-listen to this if you need to. Write those things down if you need those extra notes. But take action on that, guys. We're here to get you results. And as always, of course, uh, if you want to move faster, uh, we have an incredible mastermind called Seven Figure Visionary. So quick plug for that. Um, But we have hundreds of client testimonials. And it's absolutely amazing. And it's growing. And our team is growing. And it's so cool. And it gets me excited. So I had to share it with you. Um, in case you want to actually, if you want help implementing all the different things, these are just micro tips and strategies that I could only give you over the, you know, the, the audio here, but sitting down together, incredible things happen. We work with our clients, both, um, they get one-on-one calls with me and with other team members. And we have, uh, you know, three times weekly group workshops uh, where we actually workshop with you inside your business. Those aren't Q&A calls. Those are actual workshops where we help you do things in your business that you probably are struggling with. So anyways, that's my that's my quick offer and pitch, guys. Um, and uh, I, I'm super excited about how our mastermind is performing, client results, that it's growing and all the things. Uh, but I hope this training was helpful. Uh, put those couple of sales tips into practice and uh, you will see yourself connecting better with your audience, with your prospects, and they will be genuinely happy, right? Um, that you run your calls in that manner because this is a solution-based sales training, um, not just ram our program down your throat type of sales training. And, and so oftentimes people will join our program. And the first thing they say to us is that was such a lovely enrollment conversation we had. Thank you. They thank us for selling them because we listened to their problems and we didn't just immediately pitch them. We, we understood what their come from was and, and we understood we had the solution for it and that we would be able to work with them. And so they're appreciative of it. And that's a a telltale sign that you're doing solution-based sales. Um, and, and that's the way you want to do it. So Uh, That's all for this episode, guys. We will see you in the next one. Hey, Dino Gomez here. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to head on over to thesecretsofcoaching.com for more resources, downloads, videos, and cheat sheets to help you grow your online coaching business. All right, and if you picked up a cool tip or strategy from this particular episode, we would love a five-star review where every single month we choose one lucky winner to win access to one of our coaching programs. All right, so that is it for this episode, guys. We will see you in the next one. Bye-bye.